So last night, Father, Father Lenny, Andre, and I passed out a lot of candy. My goodness sakes. Made me think back on my first Halloween, my first costume. I was a robot. I had a box for a head and then a box for a body. If I remember right, I could barely move in this thing. I don't know how I got around, but uh, brought back a lot of memories. In 1853, a 26-year-old woman, her name was Zelie Guerin, who lived in the town of Alençon in the northwestern part of France. She was taking a walk one evening in April, and she met a man, 34 years old, Louis Martin. And as they talked that night, she felt very deep in her heart that she was going to marry this man. When she was younger, she had desires to be a nun. She was going to enter the convent. But when she tried, the doors were closed. The Lord had a different plan. Louis, when he was younger, he was hoping to enter the seminary and become a priest. But here, too, in his life, the doors did not open in that direction. God had a different plan. Zelie took up the trade of seamstress, and she was especially gifted in lace, and she opened up a shop. Louis took up the trade of watchmaking, and he, too, started his business as a jeweler and a watchmaker. Three months after they met on that bridge, they got married. They got married in a church nearby, and at the invitation of God to be fruitful and to multiply, they settled down to have a family. They had nine children, but as happens sometimes in our life, sometimes we cannot avoid certain tragedies and hardships. Of those nine children, they had lost four of them in early infancy and childhood. And they had to struggle through the pain and suffering of those losses. They ended up with five beautiful daughters, Marie, Pauline, Leonie, Celine, and Therese. They raised these daughters as parents in our parish. They raised them to be good Christian Catholic children. But this was not to be the end of their trials and their hardships. Four years after the youngest child was born, Louis lost his wife, Zelie, to breast cancer. And now he was left alone to raise these five daughters. Eventually, all five of these daughters would enter the convent. Four of them would enter the Carmelite convent, and one of them would enter the Visitation Sisters. 
Three of them entered the convent before he died. And he had to work through, even though he was glad to offer to God his daughters to this vocation, he had to work through the pain of separation with these daughters whom he dearly loved. Toward the end of his life, he had a serious heart condition. He also struggled with mental illness and had to spend three years toward the end of his life in a psychiatric hospital. Two weeks ago, Louis and Zelie were, were canonized saints by Pope Francis in the basilica in the town of Lisieux where their youngest daughter lived as a Carmelite nun and who became one of the greatest saints and doctors of the church. She's known as Saint Therese, the Little Flower. How did Zelie and Louis become saints? When we look at their life, there's nothing extraordinary about it. When we compare it to our own, and yet, what we see in their life, ordinary as ours, is they did the ordinary with an extraordinary love. But now what is the key to their holiness and sanctity that would elevate them to sainthood two weeks ago? Like us, they could not control the circumstances of their life. They could not prevent the different tragedies that came unexpectedly at different times. What was the secret of their holiness? When we look at the lives of the saints, another thing that we see is they were not stronger than us. They were just as weak as we are. Some of them, they were sinners. No, not some of them, all of them. All of them were sinners like us. In fact, some of them were even greater sinners than us. They suffered as we suffer, with various crosses in our life, they worry and are anxious about things that concern them as we are anxious and worried about the things that concern us. What is the secret? I believe that their lives are a, are a beautiful gift to us because the secret for them was not in trying harder. It was not in trying to do more things. Their secret to holiness was in receiving more from God. It was in generously going to the places of grace that God has provided. For example, here's a family where Louis and Zelie went to Mass every morning 
before they started the business of the day. They would observe Sunday as a Sabbath day very carefully, trying to keep the Lord in the center. As a family, they would pray at morning and they would pray at night. And during one of those times, they would open the Bible together and together they would read a passage from those beautiful love letters that God has written to us. And as one of the daughters mentioned about her parents, of her parents, they were very generous toward every person that they met, especially toward the poor. And so what allowed Zelie and Louis to live a life of holiness was that they kept leaning on God. They kept going to the sources of grace. And therefore, they leaned on the strength that comes from the Lord, whether it's through the Mass, through confession, through a daily prayer life, through a generous life of charity. They continually received from God all that they needed because the holiness of the saints as well as our holiness is Jesus Christ. It's Jesus. And so when I feel weak like Louis and Zelie, I am to bring my weakness to Jesus and to receive the strength that I do not have when I fall into sin, like Louis and Zelie, I am to bring my sin to Jesus and open these areas of struggle in my life to the mercy of God. When I am anxious and worried, like Zelie and Louis, I bring that to Jesus and receive the grace to surrender and to trust. When I am suffering like Lewis and Zelie, whatever the source of that suffering, I bring it to Jesus. I give it to Jesus. And I carry it with Jesus. That is the secret of holiness. It is not something we can do for ourselves. But if we become more like children and we lean more on the Lord and look to the Lord for everything, then, like Louis and Zelie, we can become saints. And the Lord Jesus Christ, whom we are about to receive in the Eucharist, if he could say anything to us, maybe it would be something like this. Please, don't stop coming to me. Bring yourself to me. Open all the windows and the doors of your hearts and your lives to me. Give everything over to me. So as we celebrate this feast day, 
Let us imitate these beautiful saints that have been given to us to inspire us, to encourage us, and to help us realize that to become a saint is not beyond any single one of us. All we have to do is lean more on Jesus. Amen? Amen.